Welcome to Reflection of Us. I'm Reagan. I'm Za. Today we're interviewing Julia Shabazz, social worker and owner of Trail Therapy and Wellness. Thanks for joining us today. You're welcome. So my first question is, why did you decide to be, become a social worker? Um, I decided to become a social worker because I wanted to be the kind of social worker I needed when I was a kid. So growing up, I had social workers because life happened for my parents. Um, and my social workers missed a lot of important things. And so I wanted to be a social worker so that I could be a help to other people and other families and not miss a lot of the things that, that they did. Was you confident at first about your job? Like, was you happy to be a social worker? Um, was I happy? I don't know that I was ever happy to be a social worker um, because we talk about and see a lot of really tough things. Um, so I've had some happy moments, but I think the bulk of my time has been really challenging as a social worker, um, especially in the job I had when with homicide survivors. That was a really rough job, um, seeing people who lost their children or family member or close friend to community violence was really rough. Um, so yeah. Why do you choose this job to help people? Um, because I think people deserve a space where they can be themselves and they can get care and have a relationship with someone who is like basically on their team, you know what I mean? Like no matter what, I know I have support in the form of this person. So it's really important for me to help create that space for people or at least help people in developing that space for themselves. Did it help you get through some of your worst times? Um, it's helped me remember that I'm not alone and things don't only happen to me, right? There are many people in the world who have similar experiences to the things that I've experienced. And so it made me um, remember that I'm not on an island, right? So the things that I've experienced, there are lots of people who have similar experiences. And so we're all in this together, so mm -hmm. to speak. So how would you describe trauma? So I think most of the time when we talk about trauma, we focus on the event that happens. Um, but trauma for me is really the impact of that event. So when we go from our regulated state of being to panic, when we go into feeling unsafe and um, fearful. So for me, that's trauma. When our body shifts from equilibrium to going off the scale, that can be a traumatic event. And so it could be anything. It could be a dug. It could be... Um, a car accident, it could be community violence, right? It could be anything that could be traumatic. So what was one of your traumatic um, events that made you go up and down? Um, hmm. I'm trying to think which one. I think um, one of the ones that sticks with me is losing my grandmother. So I vividly remember the day that I got the phone call that she had passed. Um, I vividly remember driving, well, riding in the car to the hospital and walking down the hallway and seeing her in the hospital. So losing her was traumatic um, because she was my person. How did that feel? Um, it 
feels like a lot of things. It feels like anger, feels like um, discomfort, feels like fear, um, sadness, lots of sadness. Um, it feels like a longing for that person. What would you give a young person struggling with grief and loss? A hug. Um, <laughs> um, a space to talk about that. Because um, sometimes people lose folks and the world thinks that you're just supposed to get over it. Um, but that's not often how it goes. And sometimes people have feelings about losses that they've had. What is a good way to open up? I think doing what works, right? So if I am into sports, maybe I'll open up playing sports or like the two go hand in hand, right? So if I play basketball, maybe every time I make a shot, I share what I'm feeling. You know, if I'm a singer or I write music, maybe I write a song about it. If I, you know, like to meditate, maybe I meditate, right? If I like to talk to people, maybe I find someone to talk to. But do what works, right? We all have our things that we're interested in. So lean into what you're interested in and use that as a vehicle to process your emotions and your thoughts. How do you think guns impact your community? Um, I think that guns, I think the easy answer is that guns obviously have a negative impact on the community, right? Um, but I think sometimes we have to think more about folks' relationships to guns and other weapons, right? So what do they mean for many people? And so sometimes guns mean a, a way to protect yourself. Sometimes it means a way to get whatever you might need. And so I think that those nuances are important when we talk about guns. Obviously, guns do harm, um, but it's also important to look at the person behind the gun, if that makes sense. Are you numb to the violence in Baltimore? No. Um, I don't think, really, I don't think that any of us are totally numb to it. Right? We hear about it all the time, but it still impacts us whether we acknowledge it or not. Right? So, like, if a, if a tree falls in the woods, you may not hear it, but the tree still fell. Right? Mm -hmm. And so there was still an impact because of that. And so when community violence happens... It can be akin to that tree. We may not hear it, but it's still something that happened that can impact the world around it and can impact us in certain ways. How do you feel about the violence? It's complicated. Um, so I have complicated feelings around it. Um, a part of me understands it. Um, a part of me is frustrated by it and angered by it. Um, and a part of me aches because of what happens. Um, the way that I see community violence often is there's something about um, being violent in the world and often I think that's a, a outgrowth or a side effect of being violent within yourself. Mm -hmm. So not feeling loved or seen or validated in your own experiences then going out in the world to do those same things. So it's, it's complicated. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Okay. Before I wrap up, we have a few more questions. How could, how could you stop or avoid violence in our communities? I think that we stop or avoid violence by giving people the tools in their younger years, so like as children, 
um, to communicate, to have a level of emotional intelligence, to have community, and to have support. I think that would help to to prevent um, and deter violence. Do you feel like Baltimore, with the violence and everything, would change one day? I think Baltimore is changing now. I think people do things every single day to make Baltimore um, a different place or better based on their definition. The fact that you're here, right, with access to this equipment, asking me questions, all of these things is like testimony to the fact that Baltimore is changing. Mm -hmm. Um, So I feel like we're already in the midst of that change. Well, thanks for joining us today. You're welcome. How can people contact you? Um, so you, you can visit me on Instagram at pearl.therapy. Uh, that's my username or on my website, pearltherapywellness.com. Thank you for listening at Reflection of Us at the Cube. I'm Reagan. I'm Za. Reflection of Us podcast is a production of Some of a Dream Services and Multimedia Resources. Our theme music by J-Soul for BSM production. Be sure to subscribe to Reflection of Us podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Thank you for your support.